Hello, hello, podcast listeners. I'm the Western Wonder, and you're listening to the Western Reviews Podcast. That is the Western Reviews Podcast. And today we'll be taking a look at one of the most iconic black sitcoms of the 70s era, and it's a sitcom I'm rather fond of, Sanford and Son. The sitcom was based from the 60s show Steptoe and Son, with similar main characters and all, and Steptoe also inspired remakes in other European countries in South Africa. But, but back to Sanford. At the time of the show's debut on NBC in January of 1972, some critics likened it to the CBS sitcom All in the Family. Both shows were developed by the same creators, Norman Lear and Buddy Yorkin, based on British sitcoms, and both shows feature iconic cantankerous old mini-characters. Upon its release, Sanford and Son was a rating smash and remained at the top 10 ratings for five of its six seasons and had a run from 1972 to 1977, lasting six seasons and 136 episodes. The show had plenty of accolades as well, receiving five Emmy Award nominations, six Golden Globe Award nominations, including a win for one of the show's leads, and an NAACP Image Award win. Without further ado, let's move on to SNS's plot and characters. The series mainly revolved around two characters from the Sanford family, living and running business in a junkyard in West California. Running most of the business is Lamont, played by Damon Wilson. Lamont, at the age of 30-something, tries to find a way to live life on his own outside of the junk business. However, one of his biggest burdens comes from his business partner, his own father, patriarch widower Fred, hilariously played by stand-up comic Red Fox. Fun fact, Sanford is actually Red Fox's last name, and Fox had a father and brother both named Fred. Old man Fred comes off as grumpy, sometimes pesky, clever and quite the schemer when it comes to paying off his debts. And despite being the head honcho of the duo's junk empire, Lamont usually ends up getting the bulk of the hard work and labor. The father-son dynamic in the series can be best described as tough love, and it can be intense at times. Early on in the series, Lamont's character was different from the kind-hearted son we can see as the show progress. He came off as hostile and bitter towards his father because he usually sabotaged any chance of him getting independent freedom alongside any other big plans he had in store for himself. Literally in the first episode of the whole show, Lamont abruptly tries to move out after his father accidentally screwed him over an item at an auction. By the end of the episode, however, Fred attempts to keep Lamont on standby with another trick that ultimately ends up with the son resorting to violence. But as the series went on, Lamont would lose it up to his attitudes to help out his father during times when debt came knocking at their door. Fred usually calls Lamont, you big dummy, or when Lamont disagrees on the statement he makes, the son usually gets this response, how would you like one across your lip? And usually when he gets busted in a scheme or a situation by Lamont, in a running gag, he will usually fake a heart attack, calling out for his late wife, Elizabeth. Oh, I you went and did it. Oh, you hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. But despite the barriers of insults, arguments, disagreements, and determinations, and many years of being called dummy, the Sanford deal will obviously have much love for each other, which is why they stuck together all those years. Now after the Sanford and Son duo, you have top-notch group of supporting characters. And boy, are they a hoot. First, you have old man Fred's sister-in-law Lamont's religious no-nonsense Aunt Esther, played by LaWanda Page. Now before Aunt Esther appeared in the series, there was her sister Ethel, a prototype of sorts, but I don't think she had the same spark that the aunt that we came to know and love had. But regardless of each aunt, Fred definitely didn't favor or like them and the feeling was mostly mutual. Now some of the most memorable jabs and insults between the two include... Down out again, huh Fred? You were dead beat the day my sister married you. 
and you still a deadbeat today. Listen, that's what, now you know good and well the day I married your sister, I was loaded. Yeah, you was loaded all right. You were so drunk you fell on the preacher. <laughs> well, I had to get drunk to look at your ugly family. Don't you talk about my family. I'll talk about your family. Listen, for years, people going around saying, black is beautiful. They took one look at your family and said, hold everything. Let me tell you something else. Every time I see you, it makes me wish that birth control was retroactive. Then you have Fred's fiance Donna, played by Lynn Hamilton, who works as a nurse. As they're in a relationship, she's probably the only person Fred rarely insults or jabs on. Early on in the series, Lamont had a bit of a tiff for her as he thought she was taking the place of his deceased mother. He even went as far as attempting to sever the relationship in different ways. Ways that include setting up a date with his father at the same time he was expecting a female guest, seeking out Esther and her friends on her upon their first meeting, and riling up his father when the patient who appeared to be very close with Donna joined him for dinner once. But just like his relationship and attitude about his father throughout the show's run, he would become more friendly and welcome towards her. Then you have Lamont's friends, Rollo, played by Nathaniel Taylor, and Julio, played by Gregory Sierra. Both characters also repeatedly got the wrath of old man Fred's insults. Most of Rollo's jabs comes from the fact that he previously was in prison and Fred fears his prized junk of possessions will be stolen whenever he comes around, and most of Julio's jabs comes from his Latino ethnicity is despite being from New York. Other significant supporting roles include the city's two police officers, Officer Smitty and Hoppy. There was a predecessor to Hoppy's character, Officer Swanee, but just like the Aunt Ethel to Esther transition by season 2, he was replaced by Hoppy. The two officers are polar opposites when it comes to handling a case. While Smitty is straightforward and serious, Hoppy is more goofy and tries to be hit by misusing jive slang. Now onto my thoughts for the show. I've watched just about every episode of the show growing up, so I was saying something about my ultimate feeling for the series. It's great! Really great! All of the characters and their humorous lines, the stories of Sanford's misadventures, and the whole chill atmosphere of the show makes this a heavily recommended pick of mine. However, be warned, this is raw comedy at its finest. And before I go, I'll recommend a few episodes since I have better knowledge of the series than others. Coffins for Sale, an episode where Lamont buys coffins to make a quick buck, much to the rebuttal of his father and his friend Melvin. Hey, Melvin! Hello, Lamont! How you doing? Hello, friend! The Card Shops, an episode where Lamont is about to be played by some local pals he met while playing cards until his father tries to come to the rescue. Rated X, an episode where Lamont and Rollo think that they're going to be in a mainstream motion picture but end up in, well, an X-rated flick with nosy old man Fred tagging along. Ebenezer Sanford, a holiday episode parodying a Christmas Carol where Fred plays the role of cranky Ebenezer Scrooge and if you know Christmas Carol lore, you know how the story goes. The Blind Mellow Jelly Connection, an episode where Fred attempts to sell old and rare blues records while using Bubba as a ploy in the process. I want my daddy's records. <laughs> and many others. Other mentions range from at least two Grady Takeover era episodes and episodes that feature guest appearances from Della Reese, Lena Horne, B.B. King, The Three Degrees, and Red Fox himself. All in all, Sanford and Son is a must watch on my list and all the cast definitely have legacies behind them. Anyways, I'm the worst to wonder and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, don't forget to share the podcast to people you may know. Spreading the word of the podcast is much appreciated, just as much as I appreciate you listening to today's episode. Now, no new reviews are coming up in the next few weeks because I'll be parroting Mystery Story 
reviews in a two-parter episode. But reviews will return once those episodes are out. Until next time, stay safe, stay cool, and I hope to see you, the listener, in the next one. What's the wonder I love? Elizabeth! <laughs>